1: Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to interview James Soto of Wear Industrial, founded Industrial Strength Marketing in 2003 with a unique goal in mind to help industrials transition from traditional to technology marketing. James, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, it's great to
2: be here. Thanks for having me, Seth.
1: So. All right. So we don't get to interview folks who serve industrial clients very much. So I'm fascinated. So why start an industrial marketing firm?
2: Um, you know, that's the first thing people said to me. Like, why start? Like, why are you starting an industrial marketing firm of all things? So I came up uh, through the 90s, um, you know, so I'm, I'm a Gen Xer, kind of grew up with um, Atari and Pong and, you know, you know, the first cellular phones. And in the 90s, um, I got a chance coming out of college to um, work uh, in the technology industry around the convergence of cellular and funny numbers that became Bluetooth standards. And I got recruited by an industrial uh, directory company, which essentially was the industrial yellow pages. Um, you know, this goes back, you think about 98, Google was formed. And so about 2002, they recruited me because they were looking for folks with new DNA. They had a transition to be like the, basically they were the Google of industrial search, connecting buyers with suppliers. And they realized, you know, that four or five years that Google formed, it, everything was changing. So they had a, one transition print to digital. Um, two, they needed to really look at, you know, the, the, the sourcing patterns changing traditionally in B2B and industrial And um, I came on board. I was part of that transformation to what became a digital property and a digital directory, and um, you know worked with a you know over about one hundred and fifty you know businesses accounts ran ran a big part of it, and um, saw that these industrials there's like two hundred fifty eight thousand of them in the United States. They they absolutely were behind the curve in technology and digital and there is no one serving them so when you find a problem that's underserved in the market you may have a business there and so i i love just the name industrial strength marketing it, it it's basically it's in our name it's what we do yeah. it's self descriptive and um you know our friends just call us industrial now formed yeah. it and we've been very very fortunate we've been growing um you know we're here 17 years later considered one of the top fully integrated brand and business growth consultancies fully digital and and obviously clearly focused on the marketing sciences. So yeah, it was because there was no one serving it. And still to this day, we see very few that are unapologetically industrial and focused on that segment.
1: That's awesome, congratulations, great journey. Great, I'm sure the longer version, if it hasn't, should be in a book. Um, (laughs) So let's talk about, so what are the industrial firms that are hiring you? What are the problems that they're hiring you to solve? And like, how does that work? If you want to give us an example, uh, yeah. this is a company that we worked with. This is what their issue was. This is how we solved it. And this was like the magical transformation that occurred.
2: There's so many of this company, right? So let me tell you like the pattern. So, so the pattern is that one, um, many industrials still have the marketing function is either missing, mismanaged or misunderstood. And it's usually a leadership issue. They don't have a good relationship with with marketing and specifically digital. And so, so for me, the problem was there is literally not even a marketing function in so many, like thousands and thousands of industrial businesses. And so that's the problem. Really, starting with convincing them that marketing should be established in its rightful place as a distinguished marketing function. So really, what what that the, what those case studies look like is this: um, we basically figure out where they are with the current state of their sales and marketing function, you know, whether it's marketing doing sales fulfillment and and stuff. And then we really look at their readiness and we really assess, you know, what do they know about their business on, you know, from marketing technology, um, all the enabling marketing and sales technology um, positioning their business brand, like business modeling and what, you know, what business are you in? How do you compete? And, and how do you really identify the customer and those value propositions that address a like specific market segment because there's a problem at the root, like basic business stuff. And so, so we go through that process, we get them you know, clarity and alignment, and then we really start to get them literally on the same page so they could start to really have the right rhythms and measures and actually commit to making marketing a strength of their business. And so, so that, the way those stories play out, we really focus on their readiness, we then build the foundation and all the plumbing, you know, technology, marketing automation, CRM. And then we actually execute the integrated marketing sciences and measurement. And then essentially, you know, what we go from a state where they're not ready to when they're really building it. And, and then we, the, 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 the end result of that case study is that a very common case study is that we're not debating the efficacy of marketing. We're, we're, we're talking about how to do it better. And, and specifically we're, you know always looking more and more digital, and so that's that's really our macro case study
1: all right, and that makes a whole lot of sense. Can you give us so for a lot of our audience, they may be entrepreneurs in what we would call a traditional or a regular more easily yeah. understood business. So can you give us an example of an industrial company, the widget they actually manufacture, and then how your process helped them get found or sell more widgets
2: so So the widgets we manufacture? No, the widget's um, the, your
1: client's manufacturer.
2: Yeah. So, so, so when we find a company that's really trying to uh, create a product, we really, uh, you know, address, you know, find the addressable market. You know, we really start to look at, um, I think, very standard things that folks look at. We, we want to sell more of X, Y, and Z. We want to understand who that customer is. And, and the first thing we want to do right away is shift the center to the customer. And really make it about their needs and wants. So what we really start to do is align around um, how do we understand where that product comes in? How does it really solve a problem? Or maybe it's a, gives them a functional, you know, some capability, right? And, and then essentially understand like how do we deliver value in terms of helping them, you know, really connect that, you know, that that problem or you know, quite frankly, need they have to the solution that they have ultimately. And, and for our, our approach, it's literally about creating engaging, useful, and actionable content and, and hitting people wherever they are, whenever they're there, however they may be looking. And so that's, that's it. And, and I think a tenant that we believe in is persistence. So you have to be targeted. You have to be persistent because you don't know the velocity of a sale. You know, some sell capital equipment, like you know, machine tools, some sell components that go into them. Um, so, so, so if you look at the whole sector, that's essentially what we do. We're connecting industrial buyers with suppliers, and we're basically making sure that that we hit them at the needs awareness stage. We go through all the way through comparison consideration, and we look at that uh, industrial. What's unique about it is we're dealing with a decision-making unit often. So there's multiple people, and the process is not linear. They're you know, the buying process is they're looping back and forth, and they're looking for different content at different phases and they challenge your assumptions of what they're buying while they're doing that and understanding the more clarity of their needs. So as industrial marketers, we have to very often really look at, um, you know, how do we give them the right information at the right time? Because for them, if they make the wrong decision and they put that part in a Nissan Sentra, you may have a hundred thousand problems. So there's interdependency so that the way, you know, you know, you know, industrial works is, You know, it's there's there's a marketplace of 4000 companies going into that one car and each so many important decisions that add to cost and, you know, provide competitive advantage go into it. So so that's how we do it. We focus on the customer. We understand that interdependency and understand the buying the buying unit. So the right people go to the right people at the right time. And when that happens, they're going to get what they want. You know, they're going to be able to build, work and close pipeline.
1: Awesome, that makes a lot of sense. What do you like best about what you do? Um,
2: it's people, right? We're we're human beings, and what I, what I like to do is is finding a moment. Um, you know, whether we do business or not, just to make someone better for having known and or work with me.
1: Very awesome. simple. Awesome. And then, who's your ideal client?
2: Our ideal client, we actually document that. Um, we want a friend in business. Um, we're looking for attention. Um, we want them to roll up their sleeves. Um, um, we want someone who understands that we may need resources, um, and, and, you know, essentially we'll guarantee a result if they do. (laughs) Um, and so, you know, we want, you know, we want the ideal customer to work closely with us. And, uh, for us, we, we, we absolutely focus on some ideal client profiles. We look for big industrial brands that, um, may have a family of brands. Um, you know, I'll give you an example, you know, of a company we work with. They, one of the brands in their portfolio is an industrial brand, so they don't know how to deal with it. So, you know, we, we, we get calls and people kind of look at us like Stanley Black and Decker and say, hey, we've got this industrial tools division. We, we need someone with the DNA, understands that whole process and how to sell that. This is not a consumer-based type, type you know, value proposition. or, you know, marketing strategy. So so those types of folks, but manufacturers, distributors, industrial services, companies, industrial, industrial Internet of Things, technology of the future type companies. And um, and we also focus on a lot of companies that are filling the skilled labor gap. So um, there's a big talent, uh, competitive talent challenge out there. So those are some of the things we do.
1: Awesome. And then for our viewers and listeners who want to learn more, who maybe are in the industrial space, um, where is the best place for them to go to learn more about you? Yeah, the
2: best place to, to really learn more about us. There's two things we're doing. We get, we're, we're trying to just give people uh, value. And so it's getmarketingready.com. It's actually an assessment we do so people know if it even makes sense for us to talk. And if they're interested in looking at the company, they can look at industrialstrengthmarketing.com. You know, we have an industrial strength marketing podcast and one I'm launching specifically called The Industrialist. but but really industrialstrengthmarketing.com is where you you see the most of what I do.
1: Awesome. This has been Seth Green from Sharkpreneur with James Soto of industrialstrengthmarketing.com. James, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thanks, Seth. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We'll talk to you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream.